If Jesus were to ride into our town in modern times, where would you be in the crowd? What could tempt you to switch crowds? Now, I can hear your brain now. You're saying, uh, you're not making sense here. If Jesus came to town tomorrow, I would call folks to let them know, make certain he had somewhere to stay, talk to the local pastors to see what church he could speak in this Sunday. We might even try to get him in at the College Coliseum just so we could fit more people. I mean, I would be so excited, I couldn't stand it. So why are you asking, what could tempt you to switch crowds? Nothing would. Huh, really? Let's get real today. Let's look at history and scripture, and let's ask some honest questions of ourselves. Hey guys, welcome to Men's Moment, a weekly short devo for men to challenge and encourage you to engage in authentic, Christ-centered manhood that is biblically directed. Take the next five minutes and enjoy a moment of clarity in your life's purpose, a man's moment of purpose. We know from history and the Bible that Jesus rode into town on a donkey along a route that was lined with, and I put this in air quotes, the crowd, all shouting, Hosanna, which means save us. And they were laying palm branches down in front of him. Now, palm branches were a symbol of victory, a symbol of triumph and eternal peace, three things the Jews had been praying, hoping, and waiting for over the centuries. To the crowd, this was Yeshua HaMashiach, the anointed one who would be the Jews' Messiah, rescuing them from the burdens of rule under the Roman Empire. They wanted a savior of power rather than one of love and grace. In just a few days, however, that same crowd would be screaming, Crucify him! Give us Barabbas! Remember the convicted murderer? And crucify Jesus! Same crowd, different days, totally different responses, and all directed at our Lord Jesus Christ, the same Christ that you and I claim we would never abandon. There are two points here, but one reality. The reality is that we will struggle to understand what Jesus actually did unless we understand the broad scope of events as well as the realization that we're much the same today. One point is the significance of the agonizing death of Jesus, his burial in a sealed, guarded tomb, and his bodily resurrection. The entirety of the Christian faith is based on the one event of the resurrection. The other point is a bit more personal and potentially much more uncomfortable. We come back to the question, where would you be in the crowd? Would you be the one who sang praise on one day only to seek to crucify Jesus a few days later? Would you be like Peter, who at the time of the greatest pressure gave in to fear and peer influence and denied he even knew Jesus? Or would you be one of the quiet ones standing in the shadows, agonizing over the prosecution and persecution of an obviously innocent man, one that in your heart of hearts you knew was the Messiah? Now, if you're still not quite tracking with what I'm talking about, stop for a minute and answer a series of questions for yourself in a very honest and thoughtful manner. Question, where would I be as Jesus passes by if it were today? Would I be in the crowd shouting out his name or just too busy to stop and even pay attention? Question, am I like Judas in any way? Have I betrayed Jesus or others in my actions or thoughts? Question, Have I denied knowing Jesus like Peter did? Better yet, have my actions betrayed my intentions? Question, 
When have I judged and condemned others as Pilate did? Question. If I stand with the crowd and shout his name and welcome Jesus, could I possibly end up standing with the same people issuing forth insults as I shout, crucify him, crucify him? This Sunday, Palm Sunday, is a unique opportunity to personalize what Jesus did for you. Celebrate the entry of the King into the city of your heart, but also take time over the next few days to meditate on Scripture and contemplate what He endured for you in the week following Palm Sunday. I encourage you to make room in your schedule, your heart, and your mind to enter into the darkness of the garden, to imagine the cruelty of the courtroom and the agony of Golgotha. You know, we often seem to sanitize with our pictures what Jesus went through. It was ugly. So as you meditate on the darkest moment in human history, let your heart be broken over your own sin. Let your heart break for the sins of our nation. But let this dark moment remind you that there is only one way to the brightest of joys, and it is in the perfect righteousness of Jesus Christ as your Savior. With these few thoughts in mind, I call that original question. This week and next, where will you be in the crowd? That's it for this week's Men's Moment. I hope you enjoyed it and that you will take at least one step of what we discussed and put it into the fabric of your daily life starting today. If you would, take a moment to pass this podcast link on to another man. Encourage him to listen and subscribe. So until next week, pray hard. Love your family deeply and do all of your work like you're doing it for the Lord, (laughs) because you are. Blessings.